morning of my 21st, I realized that like my arms were like covered in like all oh these cuts. Oh. And I like came out, I like asked my housemates, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and they were like, you don't remember. <laughs> you just, like, we just found you. And they came in and I was just like, had fallen like head first into the shower screen. the share house i'm mikey d i'm joined by my best friend in the world joel harris and today we are privileged honored and we're rejoicing in the fact that we have liam from play lunch with us i'm telling you it's a whole fan <laughs> affair <there. laughs> you have a brand new album coming out of course who's ready for a good time we know we are i'm ready for a good time <laughs> <laughs> you've come here today because you've had a lifetime of good times and you're gonna share a couple of them yeah, something like that. Which we're very excited about. Let's go Your share it. house experience. Please, you have the stage. Yeah, you told us right before when you came here that you've lived in, what, five to seven share houses over yeah. the last seven or so years? Yeah. Season fit. I've, I've literally lost count this time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Because you just you just move from place to place to find wherever the, the cheapest possible rent you can get. So yeah. you deal with mold. You know, you do it. Yeah, I mean, you've had purple pingers on the show. You know yeah. Yeah. Like, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Please regale us. In your history. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, the first share house I, I ever lived in was just around the corner from here. And I'll keep mm. the location. No, please, Doc. Disclose. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was me and three of my best mates from high school. And we all just moved out together. And it was like, it was like right at the start of like the period of my life where I had just discovered that like, as an anxious person, drinking alcohol is like the best thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> just, want to, just want to just claim that we are not mental health care professionals here at the Share House Podcast. <laughs> we just put a helpline like right at the bottom of the screen. But no, I was like, I was like, I don't really, I don't really drink as much as I used to then. Like I, I used to be like a real fiend, but uh, yeah. yeah, this Share House was just like a really crazy time how uh, old are you so you're 18 fresh 18 i i would have been i would have been 19 at the time 19. we're all 19 mm. maybe turn 20 i remember i had my 21st birthday at this shit house okay. so i would have been 20 yeah 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 and it was uh i was working at a cinema at the time oh name yep. name and shame uh metro cinemas baronia oh whoa Joel, as a film aficionado can you rank? i have not heard of it if i'm whoa. honest i don't think i've ever been to a metro cinema that is a good thing <laughs> <laughs> I've been to about every other cinema, but oh man, it was a, it was a terrible place. Um, <laughs> I, feel, still still I feel no shame saying that on camera. Uh, yeah, it is still there. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go. Yeah, oh, no yeah. It's defamation like, cases. Yeah. <laughs> they know. They're yeah, thinking like yeah. he's not wrong. No, their business model is the like it's a bit shit here, but the tickets are cheap, so it's all good. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but it, it does. I am interested because that that phase when you just finish off high school and the yeah. fact that you moved out so early mm. into a home, it's like oh, we've got this free house. We've got this space. The parents aren't yeah, around anymore. Yeah. We can kind of do whatever we want. Yeah. And it's a confusing part of life as well. I know I lent a lot into drinking right yeah. after high school as well. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Except party and have a good time. Yeah. It was literally like, this is like every time we've had a sleepover, but then the, <laughs> there's just no home to go back to. We're just it's here every night. Here every night. <laughs> and like you just, you do things and you push right up to the limits of like, what you can actually cope with. I remember one day I was like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bake a cake for the boys. I was like mixing up this cake and you know, when you see like just the batter there yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh, I just wanna have some of just the raw batter. Of course. I just, I was just like, I, I'm, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So I just started, 
I just ate like three quarters of this. <laughs> and, then and then immediately I just retched into like the worst stomach pain I've ever had in my yeah. life. I was like, I want my mum. <laughs> what have I done, you know? Uh, I get that. I was making cherry pies the other day. And then one of them, I had enough for like the bits to go on top, but I ate about half that dough. Yeah. Because it's so good. It's it's right there. Right there yeah. You made it. Why shouldn't you? I know. I mean, I felt like that was like my MasterChef moment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. It's time for me clean. to enjoy that shit. Man, Preston would be so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard exercising moderation in a world of... You're a legal adult for sure. Right. 18, 19, moved out of home. But suddenly when all the rules get lifted and there's no repercussions, like yeah. when you... Joel used to throw house parties at his parents' house all the time. <laughs> yeah, I so, my, my dad listens to this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Joel knew there were repercussions to the parties, right? Whereas now, I'm glad you've grown out of the party phase, but now there's, there's none, yeah. realistically. Yeah. Bar the, the, the landlords yes. breathing down your neck. If you can cover things up, you're good to just go ham and you're good to eat the whole bowl. If we're going to keep speaking yeah, right. better force, right. yeah. Well, that was like one of my biggest concerns. Like I remember when we were throwing our like first, we were like, let's have a housewarming party. Yeah. And I was like the anxious one of the group, you know, I was kind of like, guys, like what if something gets wrong or mm. what if something gets broken? And it's like the more, the closer and closer we got to the party, the more anxious I got about it sure. to the point where the fellas were just like, like Liam, we will take care of anything that goes wrong. All you need to do is just like have some drinks, like just get pissed, have a good time, just do your own thing, you know, and we'll we'll take care of everything that goes wrong. And then sure enough, like that night, literally two hours into the party, like someone broke a window. <laughs> and I went to like find one of the guys in the share house to like take care of it. And literally in the space of 60 seconds, I found all three of them vomiting at separate places in the house. Oh my god. <laughs> the same time. And I was just like, this is this is my beast stand. Bro, right they sound like yeah. Costa in Project X. Like, don't worry, my cousin owns a body shop. We'll fix up the window. Don't worry about it. I mean stop worrying. The hubris and audacity of a 19-year-old to say Brother, you calm down as a mature adult in this situation. <laughs> inviting 300 of the closest neighbors to our small two bedroom flat. Yeah. I've got this covered. Yeah, like, that's yeah. very audacious. Whatever <laughs> oh, they're getting off. What happened? How do you fix a window? They're expensive. Windows are expensive. It's not a good time. No. <laughs> it was like, it was like this, this window broke. I remember straight away I was like freaking out about it. And there was like glass to clean up. There'd already been like a bunch of glass to clean up earlier that night. We had a. We, we had an idea to, you know, obviously we couldn't provide drinks because, like, we had no money. But we are like, we could, we could provide, like, something. So we, we got, like, six bottles of um, Little Fat Lamb from, from, the, from the bottle. And put, I remember those. Yeah. So good. They man. are bad for the insides of your body. They're, they're terrible. Yeah. I, I, like, I think I probably, like, earned shares in the company. <laughs> the bottle around the corner from my house had, like, you could get three, three of them for $10. Which that's is cruel. Like that's like twenty four standard drinks for ten dollars. Yeah. Hey, like that's, that's targeting the youth. Too. I haven't seen any little fat lamb anywhere yeah. in yeah. recent years at all. You yeah. not grown up, huh? That's but sad. high school. They're everywhere. Yeah, man. Yeah, and like I, it started off as like a bad situation because like first of all we went to the bottle. It was like cursed from the start. We went to the <laughs> bottle to buy these things, <laughs> and I and we like bring them to the counter, and the you know the server there is like, can I see your IDs? Yeah, like, sure. I pull my license out. And I'm like handing it to him. And I'm like, something is weird here. Something's like, 
sticky here. What's going on? And he's kind of looking. And so I hand it to him and he takes it and he's looking at it. I'm like, what's going on here? I realized that uh, a condom that I kept in my phone wallet, the like packaging had like split open and there was just lube. <laughs> Or everything in my wallet. And I look up and the bottle shop attendee is just standing there holding my license in one hand. And in the other hand, he's just like, just literal lube. It's just like going like this between his fingers. And I'm just mortified staring at him. And he just hands it back to me. He's like, thanks. No problem. So it was like bad from the start. We get home with like these six bottles and we put them in a, um, like an Ikea, you know, one of those like big jugs with like the little tap on the bottom so people could like help themselves to it. Classy. And we're like, this is such a good solution. It's going to be so cheap. We can give people some drinks. This will be great. And people start arriving to the party and we're preparing this thing. We're so excited. And we've like hyped it up, made a big deal to everyone about it. Yeah. And we all like it takes like two of us to carry this thing and we're carrying it outside <laughs> to like this serving table one of my housemates has like gone to the effort of like getting snacks and laying them out everywhere like spend a bit of cash on it and literally as soon as we put this massive thing on the trestle table it just collapses oh! and the thing hits the ground and shards of glass go everywhere and everyone's just like no <laughs> so there was already like broken glass Dude, happening at this yeah. party and then a window a modern day yet. tragedy tragedy yeah. that is yeah yeah man and it was it was like a it was like a thursday night as well it wasn't yeah. even like the weekend <laughs> that's the weirdest part <laughs> throwing your mind back to being a young adult yeah. is you party in the weirdest days of the week dude I, I think about that all the time now. Like I got asked to DJ on a Tuesday night. Yeah. I went, I mean, sure. It was the Hawker. If you remember the Hawker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I went down, it was packed out. Like a thousand kids just jam packed into this room. And I thought, I used to come here weekly. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> We're Dude. not even at hump day yet. What are we doing here? Yeah. Tuesday night was my party night. I was yeah. at the Hawker almost every week. Yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. And it was like, that was like the guaranteed drinking night. And then like the weekend was optional. Like if there was something on, yeah. sure, we'll have another drinking day in the yeah. week. Yeah. If not, sure. I got my Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. The Hawker will always remain. Yeah. So yeah. weird. I think Thursday night definitely became the one for me just because mm. I think like being a muso, like going to venues and stuff, like with the to see mates bands and stuff like Thursday night was always the night where there was like a like a cheap drink deal. I remember like yeah. mm. the you know, know the uh, Evelyn Hotel yes. in Fitzroy. They would have like yeah. these have like ten dollar jugs. And it was just like it's insane. It was perfect. There was like signs that would tell you not to drink from the drug the jugs directly, <laughs> but it was just like decoration <laughs> like not enforced at all yeah. yeah oh how times have changed not in this economy yeah that's the weirdest thing about going out now as a dj i look at all the kids that are buying shots and i think with what money with they're like 12 shots 13 shots yeah. like, come on now this is what i think about like in covid i was like you know because i stopped going out and stuff i was yeah. like i'm saving so much money <laughs> What's happening? I realized, like, oh man, alcohol in Australia is yeah. very expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. offensive. Borderline. I, I again, COVID mm. stopped drinking. I was working on a cruise ship and drinking oh, yeah. most nights of the yeah, week because yeah, yeah. you had to. That's and all you can do on a cruise gig. Yeah, like yeah, there's you not said, many places to go. Right, yeah. <laughs> except the boat. It's crew bar at one a.m. in the morning to wake up at five, and that was your whole routine. Yeah. And I got home and I was still drinking a little bit because it was the kind of the, the fun part of COVID. It was mm. like, oh, we're going to drink on yeah. Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, we're crazy. And then I, then I stopped and I realized, do I even like drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sad still because of COVID, but for different reasons. Now. <laughs> yeah. Do I do this anymore? 
It's a weird little mind uh, mind game. Because I'm like the youngest of four kids. And so I I saw all of them sort of go through the, you know, you turn Mm. 18, you start drinking a lot, you go to parties. Like I kind of got to watch all that happen. And all of them, like they're quite a bit older than me. And, you know, I'd kind of seen all of them go through that point where they eventually kind of stopped. And they would all sort of say things like, oh, eventually, you know, you get to the point where your body just can't bounce back anymore. Mm. But that happened to them at like... 28 29 i like just before covid there was like three hangovers i had that just absolutely wrecked me like i was like for like a week i was just like messed up from them i think i think maybe it's like there's a there's a finite number of standard drinks that you can have that your that your liver can process like before a certain age. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. maxed them out There's right about at twenty two. Oh, yeah. You know, the little yeah. fat lambs. I'm telling you, they're, they're double strength. They might not say it on the bottle, but they're going to kill a man yeah, very yeah. quickly. I think mine would have related to like the parties back then. It's funny. I can relate to so many bits and pieces of your party stories, yeah. but it was just like the parties were the events to drink at and you socialize. And I would also hold them a lot myself, and that was like a big like making friends. You got like this reputation that you throw parties, and yeah. drinking was all just a part of that. Yeah. So when the party stopped for me during COVID as well it was like oh maybe i don't really enjoy it either maybe yeah. it was just part of this big social bonanza that yeah. i used to yeah, throw for sure for sure well that's like where like play lunch as a project kind of came from it was like yeah. all of the all of the impetus for writing about it was like i feel like there's this very defined kind of culture of like the australian like early 20s like backyard house party yeah and i feel like there's like you know, music that we all play at those parties, but mm. the music is never about those parties. You yeah. Know? So I was like, I want to write music about these parties. Yeah, we, <laughs> we play Pitbull singing about American parties and their exactly. party culture is so different. Ours is, I still remember my early drinking days. Mm. We, I started at 15. Yeah, right. It was ludicrous. Yeah. Like just so young. My <laughs> friends were earlier. Yeah. I remember peaking. I, please write a song about this. I will. <laughs> I remember walking along Cavill Avenue for schoolies when I was 18 <laughs> and thinking, oh, I'm too old for this shit. But <laughs> <laughs> from 15 to 18 in those three years, I drank so much and partied so hard. But schoolies was just, it didn't even hold a, a candle right. to it. Right. I, I, I've, I've, I've done this. I'm, and I don't think I partied much after that. Right, just, right. Yeah. People, even the hawker, people associate with like 16 to 18 year olds go there. So when everyone was turning 19, they were already going, oh, I think we're too old. Too old. Yeah. Yeah. We can't go anymore. Right. It's weird. Yeah, right. It's like, you're yeah. 19. <laughs> what do you mean you're too old? Yeah, better have right. kids. I better settle down. <laughs> I got a mortgage yeah. to pay. <laughs> Met my wife last week on the dance floor. Kesha was playing TikTok. <laughs> I've never had the avenue to talk party because it feels like so far behind. You bury yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to host Easter every year and very much like your glass table story. Yeah. I was setting up my parents' house for another big Easter rager yeah, I was going to yeah. hold and I was trying to move this big ottoman by myself and yeah. I ended up just launching this ottoman like into the wall and I just like <laughs> pushed in on the wall and my dad got home and I was just like, yeah, that was me. No. <laughs> I accidentally pushed furniture into it. And we had to like plaster over the wall to, <laughs> to fix it up because I had just like banged it and all these like cracks of paint were on the floor. Right. Oh man. Oh, bad news bears. Just through some parties. What was like the worst repair you ever had to make as a result of a party? Was that it? Oh, see, my dad doesn't know this one. <laughs> no, Joel. Joel, I don't know if this is territory you want to tread on. Do it. No, it's Do okay. It. This this comes 
I th- the the bashing into the wall was one of the worst I had. The worst at our house was my sister's 18th, actually. Some mm. dude just broke a window. He just, like, elbowed the window while getting a drink out of an esky. Gotcha. Yeah. But the worst one that happened at one of my parties is some dude was really drunk, but he was, like, kind of, like... Like, it was right. a hasty drunk. Like, he yeah. was, like... <laughs> He was yeah. just like running around there. Sounds like an Irish know. pub. <laughs> <laughs> the hasty drunk. So at my parents' old place, which which um, where nobody we don't live there anymore. It's gone. Mm. But um, where there was a screen door, and then there was the actual door. And this dude went outside to like go say goodbye to someone or something, and the screen door closed behind him. But it didn't quite look oh. like the door was closed. Like the big door was open, but the screen door closed. So he's going out. He said goodbye. And he turns back around, he's dashing back in the house, and he just <laughs> whack on the door. And he had this enormous graze on his head, and it was just kind of like bleeding. But he was fine. He was like, oh, guys, I'm fine. It's, it's all good. Don't, it, I, like, I walked into the door, whatever. Yeah. But so we were taking <laughs> care of him for the night, and it was fine. Eventually, the night ends, and we're like closing the place up. The big door works fine, but we get to the morning. And we're all going out for brekkie. And we realize that the screen door isn't closing. The screen door just has this, like, head-sized dent in it. <laughs> I'm picturing, like, the silhouette of it. Like, those little pin toys you yeah, push yeah, your head yeah. into. Yeah. But the door's just not closing. And we're like, what the... Yeah. What yeah. do we do? <laughs> How am I supposed to explain a door that can't close? Yeah, it's a toughie. Yeah. What did you do? Um, thank God. I used to have, like... I was like, yeah, sleep over if you want. People were just sleeping over. He was so fast and loose. Young yeah. Joel was wild. Yeah. <laughs> so thank God that one of the dudes you stayed over was like a full-on, like, competent, tradey type of dude. Oh. And he unscrewed, like, the whole door oh, and found, like, one of the nails or something had bent and he just, like, kind of bent it back into place and fixed it up. And wow. dad never knew till now. <clears throat> hey, dad. <laughs> hey, we do it for the content, and maybe one day you'll be able to buy Craig a door. So. I'm sorry, dad. I do this in the hopes to buy you property. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we realized pretty quickly, like, at this first share house where these parties were happening, that the... Because they were going to knock it down. Yeah. Oh. It actually didn't know what we did to this place. Sure. And, like, once oh. we found that out, like, I had a chat with the agent about it, and they were kind of like, don't worry about repairing X or repairing Y. Did you have a demolition party? We didn't have a demolition demolition party. We, we left, like, some... <laughs> We left some Easter eggs for the... (laughs) Someone brought to a house party once like this huge, big, like plush toy, um, like reindeer, Mm. like a silver reindeer that was like literally as big as this table. It's huge. And we kept, you know, like no one wanted it in the house, but we kept like putting it in each other's rooms, you know, as you do. It was a little trick. And then when it came time to moving out... We're like, what do we do with this? Like, we don't want to take this with us. And so we just put it in like the manhole in the ceiling. And so at some point, a month or so after that, there would have been like demo guys. Leading <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, there would just be this huge reindeer. And they'd just be like, what's this? I hope thing? it still exists out there somewhere. I pray, I pray. But no, we like, we broke. I broke like a shower screen one night at a house oh, party. Yeah, I woke what up. What a glass related incident, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm realizing that's been a thing. <laughs> no, I was like the morning of my 21st. Well, I had my 21st at this at this house and I woke up the worst hangover of my entire life. Again, like stories I look back on now in like a slightly different context. Yeah. And like, I remember waking up, I pulled the doona off and I still had like my shoes on, like fully laced up from when I brought What's happened? I have no recollection of it. Like I'd never like blacked out before until that night. Yeah. You know, this is like when things start taking a turn. And I got up and I, I, I walked to the ensuite 
I had like the room with the ensuite in the house. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is horrible. I need to have a shower. And so I, I kind of took everything off. I started running the water. I like sort of pulled myself into the shower and the shower screen was like three partitions yeah, yeah. of glass, you know. Yeah. I pulled them across and oh. the middle one just wasn't there. What? And I was like, what? And then I moved a little bit and I looked down and the floor of the shower was just covered in glass. Oh. And I realized that like my arms were like covered in like all oh these cuts. God. And I like came out, I like asked my housemates, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and they were like, you don't remember? <laughs> you just, like, we just found you. Like we heard this crazy noise at like, not late, like 10 p.m. or something. I like yeah. checked out and they came in and I was just like, had fallen like head first into the shower screen. And that was like the end of the night. <laughs> and I was like went out with a literal bang I know I'm like oh what am I going to do about this but then sort of like the landlord did not care if we repaired it or not so wow. I just had to li- all that had to be repaired was my my self worth yeah <laughs> that takes a while <laughs> that's exactly right it's expensive that's expensive therapy fix yeah. as well yeah oh my that's God. intense yeah. and this is the stuff our parents feared that we were doing and the yep. worst part I, sorry mum we were it's <laughs> we true we were, it's true. were. It's, I remember in high school coming back from parties because I can't even talk about adult partying I didn't do it I yeah. did it in high school and I remember I don't know if you guys relate to this one but mum would come pick me up from some parties and I remember getting into the back seat and and I'd, I sat in the middle seat don't know why I just thought this was the best <laughs> seat. that's a less sus seat <laughs> It's B plot, B plot. I just thought, mum wouldn't think about me being drunk. She's like, he's in the middle seat. He's chilling, dude. He's got, he can up, support himself upright. That was his man spreading across the other yeah. two seats. Like, that was rationale number one gone wrong. Just holding on to the two like little things <laughs> above the window. Just like, well, I, I used to do this as a kid, and for some reason, drunk me thought it'd be the play as I'm trying to show mum that I'm not drunk. I'd get all the seatbelts and strap my in like I was in a broken shoe. <laughs> so I put all the seatbelts across and go into the car. And mum was like, how's the party? I said, it's good. I'm very tired. So I'm not going to be talking much. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sat straight as I could and just stared ahead for the 40 minute trip home. Oh, and mum was oh like, God. did you really think that we didn't know? Like this recent times. So I was like... Right. What gave it away? Was it the seatbelts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seat yeah, there was a point where I'd tell my parents, like, yeah, I just don't think I'll drink till after VCE, like after yeah. year 12. Like, yeah. I don't think, you know, I can just avoid that. I want to do well in school, rah, rah, rah. And then there was a point where that just did not, was not mm. true anymore. <laughs> yeah. Very, like, I was mid 17. I think I was just before I turned 17 is when yeah, the party right. sort of it's started for everyone me. Everyone starts See, doing it. I had, the, I had the opposite though, because I was like, I was not one of like the cool kids at school. I was like one of the like the production kids, you know? So we were still like having parties at like 17 that were like board games. <laughs> like, uh, like Let's we, go to my house and stay up all night and yeah. drink monster energy drinks. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, shots of red cordial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I, I didn't start drinking until schoolies, you know? Oh. So I had like the opposite experience of you. And like, I think as well that sort of, I don't know, maybe like the taboo of alcohol mm-hmm. meant that by the time I was like finally legally able to do it, and I did sort of like have the distance from the family, like I, I went too Go far. Big. Yeah, I makes went, sense. Went really big. Yeah, yeah. I, like it's not that. Like I, I had nights where like I'd had like you know 
a few cruises or something like that. Mm. But I, but I was like leading under this assumption of like, oh, I just think I'm like, I like just don't get hangovers. Like I just don't get hangovers. Like, <laughs> I, I was like schoolies. Yeah. I was like, no, you just have not drunk enough <laughs> yeah, yet to yeah, get a hangover. Yeah. We were just built real different. Yeah. I remember on schoolies we invented this game, and I am not endorsing anyone to play this oh, game. Oh, drinking games. We're going to talk about drinking games Let's right now. Let's go. Please dive in. <laughs> okay. So me and my friend Josh invented this game on schoolies up in the Gold Coast yep. called Nines. And the way nines works is you line up nine mugs and you put two shots of vodka in each and the other side, two shots of tequila. And in the middle, you put two shots of vodka and two shots of tequila. And then you have to race so that you don't have to drink the middle oh! one. So the first person there doesn't have to drink the, the biggest cup. Yeah. That was nice. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Best drinking game I ever came up with was a game called... Shot garlic bread, shot garlic bread. Whoa. That's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> a piece of garlic bread, a shot, a piece of garlic bread. And just a race to the finish. That is the greatest chaser of all yeah. time. That's a nice yeah. But that being said, anxious 18-year-old me or 17-year-old me going to a party or going out yep. and having garlic bread mouth. Fair. Wouldn't want that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you catch the other that? guys in the bathroom, just like, oh man, I can't. I need to fix my hair. It's not yeah. <laughs> Do you think my cool rolled up jeans are good? My low cut socks are they low enough so people can't see that I'm wearing socks, guys? Yeah. Please yeah. validate. I used to that. take my friends to Target. I'm like, I don't know what to wear. Yeah. <laughs> to I can't dress myself. <laughs> the fit check before a party is a, is a very Huge. important, yeah. important ritual for sure. My mum dressed me up until 18. I swear <laughs> to God, I would take her with me to Cotton On. I have a Mom, I need to know what skinny so, jeans are the best skinny jeans. <laughs> what printed shirt is the coolest one? Mum oh, would man. take me to Doncaster when we go to yeah. all the clothing stores. Oh man. Mum didn't know, but I was like, Mum, which one's gonna get me the most hook? <laughs> <laughs> so I I was dressing myself as a teenager, but in hindsight that was not a good decision. <laughs> I remember I remember yeah, hundred percent JJ's, the skinny jeans, yeah. the graphic tees. Mm. I remember I had a Batman belt buckle that looks like the like batman 89 <laughs> like tim burton belt i remember my first such a theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> my first girlfriend i remember she had a friend i would be like 16 at the time and this friend was like really vibing me out yeah. and she took me aside one day she's like you have to lose the batman belt <laughs> You cannot be dating my friend. <laughs> and I, and this was like, I can't emphasize to you how this was news to me. I was like, <laughs> I thought it was cool. I thought we loved the Batman belts. I thought that was why you guys hung out. <laughs> I mean, is that not why we're dating in the first place? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. That's, I, is looking back, I've deleted my old Facebook because the, the memories were starting to haunt me. So, <laughs> so I'd see much. photos of me with these haircuts and these outfits and the poses I do at yeah. parties and I thought, I can't keep seeing this. This gets out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this would get me cancelled. I'm not doing anything wrong. But the sheer look of me. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you could turn down. off memories on Snapchat, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was yeah. sick of seeing them all. Dumb kid. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you're making music. It's almost like a cathartic experience for you. Yes. The therapy. Yes. To make music through play lunch Absolutely. as your outlet. Absolutely. And it allows me to take all of the things that I'll be terrified to admit to anyone that yeah. I liked and tell them that I liked it. You know, I've had three moments in this podcast where I've gone, oh God, I know my girlfriend's auntie listens to this podcast. Is this a bad thing to say? And I'm like, Michael, you're 15 hooking up with girls. Of course, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm thinking I should be making music about <laughs> like, So new albums coming out though. Yeah. Please 
tell us about it because I'm I'm a, I'm a Play Lunch fan. Okay, and this guy is very exciting that you're here. Yeah, because uh, I feel like I'm one of the fans. Who be like, I was there from the get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in this romantic phase right now where I've just like learned mm. about you and I'm listening yeah. to you now. I'm like, this is so much fun. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. If you all ain't heard Super Opera, Jesus Christ, get on <laughs> please it. get on it. Well, yeah, okay. Well, you know. Bands play lunch. Uh, we a forty-piece band. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, we add two members every time we play a gig, so it like just goes up. And, no, that's not true. Um, <laughs> it feels it. We're capped at eight people right now. Okay. Um, and yeah, all of our tracks are sort of very much about about this world, like growing mm. up in Australia, sort of stepping into that drinking culture, but also like sort of niche like Australian primary school high school yeah. related things yeah. like we've got a track called Athletics Day <laughs> on the upcoming album we got track no got hat, track no play no hat no play that's a big one yeah it was our first single track called I'm Super I'm a big Opera. fan <laughs> <laughs> uh, Foxtel Girl I'm a big fan yeah, <laughs> Foxtel Girl the idea of Foxtel Girl was like I felt like you know there are so many like classic pop songs yeah. about like you know wanting to hook up with someone that has more money than you like they're out of your yeah. leagues they're out of your like financial mm. class you know there's like uptown girl or material girl or like yeah, rich girl yeah. i'm like what what can we have i was like oh my god like foxtel girl <laughs> this is it this is it so my friend ryan that had ripsticks at his house he's oh, my ripstick boy yep. he had two two for just him so we got to ride together in his tennis court Fire out. He needs tennis court. Oh my god. <laughs> what about tennis court, Ryan? Oh my god. Oh no, I've damaged my monocle. <laughs> Divorced Mikey D with Wog parents, going to rich friends' houses was I was living my best life, man. Yeah. Honestly, I partied with a lot of private school kids and I I think I had a good team. <laughs> yeah. Well my high school was a like I went to a private school, but it was like a very sort of like different to other private schools. Like there was a really big like scholarship program. And sure. so there's like a lot of us that went there, like some of the kids are like, were rich and they had like rich families, but like so many of the kids were like, you know, quite poor, like quite working class. And like, I was one of those kids. Yeah. And so it was one of these crazy worlds where like all of your friends were like, you know, you'd kind of, you'd go to this guy's house and then this guy's house. Mm. And just like the different worlds you see, like sometimes you'd get to someone's house, you'd be like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I totally empathize with that. I moved from a a public school to a private school. Mm, mm -hmm. My parents were just like scraping pennies under the couch to get me there. Yeah. And it was the same experience of, oh, that's a, that's a Porsche. Oh, that's, your dad has a Ferrari. Yeah. Why is yeah. that everything in your house works? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, someone lived on High Street, and you'd drive down into their driveway, and they had like a rotating disc that would spin oh, the car around, dude. and then they threw a party, and we danced on it while it spun around, <laughs> like a Daft Punk video, <laughs> yeah, that's just so like sick. glittering the whole time. That is yeah, so yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh my uh, god! I want to keep this nostalgia party going. We have another episode coming, uh, which we haven't recorded yet. <laughs> Spooking it early, <laughs> but one more time, please spook the album when it's coming out. Um, tell the people where to find you as well, please, and thank you. All right, uh, play lunch on Spotify. You can check us out. The album is coming out uh, on November seventeenth, oh, and then we are having so a launch show on November twenty fifth at the Nightcap. And you can find us there. Yeah, meet Shouse Pod and play on lunch <laughs> on stage. Uh, this has been the Sharehouse Podcast. You can catch us at sharehousepod.gmail.com uh, Sharehouse Pod across all social media platforms. Joel, take us home. Hey, make sure you tell someone you love them today. Bye. I love you, boys. I love you. I love you. <laughs> best, I mean, friends, best friends, best friends. <laughs>